position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite. The deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 293 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this beautiful Saturday, the 6th of June, the day of days, 2020. 6th of June uh, at 17.07 p.m. Pacific Coast Time, left coast with the, uh, well, PDT, Pacific Day, whatever the fuck. Left Coast Coast with the most crack engineer. Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Hello, Ivor. So you're saying brains? No. No, we have no brains on this show tonight. You're fired, Ivor. You're fired. Uh, but the whiskey sign can remain up. Mmm. So then, let's get straight. So then, let's get straight to it, shall we? My Claude Rains is actually very good today. Um, top stories. First of all, uh, what was this? The 57th anniversary of D-Day? I always, you know, I just calculate it. Fuck you. But it is, it is June 6th. That means one thing. Flavor. 
D-Day. And in, in honor of D-Day, um, Cards has been putting on uh, as K-A-R-D-S, the World War II card collecting game that I've been ranting about on the show for the last three or four weeks. Um, has been putting on a special D-Day event. Um, it's a multi-day multi-D-Day event in which all players have to uh, play certain cards specific to that day, inspired by the historical events of that day. Uh, and it's been very interesting, and there are rewards for the entire community as each you know thing is completed. I had the distinct honor, speaking of cards, um, I need to thank PLK uh who on Tuesday of this week, PLK goes back to the beta in cards, and I know him from the Twitch stream, and uh, he's an expert player, and he knows everything about cards, or at least he knows or knew significantly more than I knew um, at the time, and he took the time to uh, set me straight on a bunch of things in terms of the way cards works with seasons, and with in the way in which it works with your actual ranks for your countries, this has opened a new world of cards for me. Um, and yeah, oh, he kicked my ass by the way up and down the the street like a little bitch, but that was to be expected. Uh, he's been playing for you know almost two years now, or over a year now. Um. I've been having a lot of fun with cards. I'm on a terrible losing streak right now. Um, but for those of you for whom cards, in spite of its World War II, it's a World War II card collecting game, and you don't need to pay anything to play this game. You don't even need to play, pay anything to get good at the game, to get more cards. You don't have to pay anything. Um, it's structured in such a way that you don't need to pay anything. You just need a couple of wins and a couple, of, and even if you don't even get a couple of wins, you can get all the cards you need from for free from cards. Although, if you're impatient like I am, or have limited time like I do, sometimes um, it is nice to buy some cards and then you get the big deck opening stuff. Anyway, uh, throwing that out there, but for uh, yeah, so special thanks go out to P.O.K. For those of you who are not interested in World War II, not interested in D-Day, um, Especially considering that this is coming out at 5 o'clock. So it'll probably be out by 6 o'clock tonight. Maybe if we're lucky. AI Vor. If we're lucky, it'll be out by 6 o'clock tonight. So I'm making 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock on the East Coast. But hey, fuck it. You know, the world's tearing itself apart outside our doors. Um. Yeah. So for those of you who are not interested in that, Let's take it to the new and noteworthy. This will be a short show, but we have a hell of a feature for you. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Have I been tortured about this feature all fucking week? Based on with it, Ivor. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of cards lately, but um, as... We've talked about this game uh, a while ago. It's called West of Dead Beta. It's still in beta. They're coming out of beta, 
But right now, while it's free, it is... While it's... Sorry. Right now, while it's still in beta, it is free to play. They the the uh, full release date is to you know to TBA TBD, um, but it's coming up soon. And if you play the beta, the free beta, which is like, I mean, I I've spent four or five hours in it now. I really like this game. I'll tell you more about the game in a moment. But what's crucial for you to know is that one, it's free. Two, um. If you play the beta before the, the the they release, I don't know if they're releasing into early access or if they're releasing into you know full blown uh, 1.0. But the bottom line is this: if you play the beta for free, when they do release uh, the 1.0, whether it is in early access or what, you get 15% off of it. This is a very cool game. Um, it took me... The biggest problem that I have with this game is that like two months ago, or like a month and a half ago, they released a uh, West of Dead beta as well. This is the last open beta that they're doing, though. But then they shut it down, and they left the game up. So you would open the game, and then you would wait, and you know, blah, it would phone home or whatever, and then it would say, West of Dead, you know, we'll be back soon, they shut down the beta um, and I guess it's the way that they've been rolling out features they've been opening it up for, you know two or three weeks and then shutting it down again it is open again, and that's why this week's uh, art is probably going to be from West of Dead because uh, it, it has some of the most compelling visuals out of any game on this list. So, what is West of Dead? West of Dead is a demi West of Dead beta is a demi-isometric uh roguelike dungeon crawler set in a paranormal old west and you are undead, you've died and you are in purgatory and along with everybody else because this mysterious preacher came and there's no intro cinema yet. Well, this is stuff I've gleaned from playing endless numbers of runs um and so just like any roguelike you get uh uh you can upgrade your equipment during the run but then there's another uh uh commodity I am not a commodity another commodity that uh sin is what it's called um that when you complete a level, you have the chance to pick from a menu of stuff uh, that you can spend the individual sin points on and then eventually unlocking them so that they're available permanently for your next run and stuff. What really... There are two things that are really noteworthy about West of Dead the beta. Um, The first is the art style. The game is uh, an inverse shadow box. What the fuck is... God damn it. Can't believe I can't remember what it's called. It's the way I used to make my modular... my map pieces in Blender, where um, you invert the... the the you flip the faces. Uh, so you take a cube, you flip the faces of the cube so that the outside face is facing inside so that the cube looks invisible. You following me? Unless you're looking at it at an angle where you can see the interior of an opposite side. 
You understand what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe not, whatever. Bottom line is this, it has really amazing camera work, it's procedurally generated, and the art in this game, I mean, the the visual look of this game is so fucking cool. It's a tune-shaded uh, and if you don't know what that it's it's got like a massive overload of Toon Shader. If you've played Jet Omero, or if you've ever done any Blender mods, and if you've ever done any ugh, Blender mods, what the fuck am I talking about? If you've ever done any if you've ever modified any models in Blender, or made your own models, which is what I normally do, or, you know, exported a, a fucking um, a T-pose from anything, Etc. 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 And then rigged, you know, blah. And then just threw on your little fucking tune shader onto it. Then you know what I mean by tune shader. It looks like um, Killer Seven. It looks a lot like Killer Seven of the Old West. And once again, this is a paranormal Old West. You are in paranormal Old West purgatory. You are the man with no name. You are flaming skullhead face. You look like um, that one bad Nicolas Cage movie, Hellrider or whatever. That's what your head looks like. The visual style is consistently black on black on black with grit black everywhere. Grit. Grit all over the everything. Light plays an important part of the game, but this game looks fantastic. It looks phenomenal visually take all of that and you cross it with the same aesthetic of um darkest dungeon it's like if darkest dungeon dead cells and red dead redemption had a baby that would be this game uh and in terms of form and structure west of dead has stolen liberally from Dead Cells. It is the exact same structure as Dead Cells. Um, like, you know, you start, you have an arsenal of weapons that you've unlocked that you can only have, there's only like three choices and they're randomly selected when you start a run. You can pick two of them and there are two skills that you can find as you progress. Uh, but those are only per run. Those only last per run. There are upgrades and stuff that only last per run. There is a uh, salesman, there's a merchant who appears randomly in the levels, uh, and you have to have enough of uh, uh, iron in this case to, you know, to buy stuff from him. And then at the end of, you have a health flask that is upgradable from one dose that'll give you 100 health to, uh, I think, four doses, which is the exact same as Dead Cells. And then at the end of the level, there's a uh, witch doctor who you can pay sin to instead of cells to unlock permanently unlock new weapons, attributes, abilities, etc, etc, etc that are available there that are available for your use for all future runs um, it does differ a little bit but the differences are inconsequential in comparison to the number of exact similarity similarities and if you're going to steal, steal from the best that's what I always say and they do a great job of stealing from the best the other thing that is very um important about the thing that makes uh, West of Dead very unique is 
that you have, okay, so you have a weapon for your right hand and a weapon for your left hand. They can both be the same weapons, but you have to find a copy of, you know, the weapon. They can be different classes of weapons, though. They can be a combination. You can have a rifle in one hand and a six-gun in another. You can have a four-gun, which is a six-gun that has two rusted fucking uh, uh, chambers on it. Uh, You can find weapons that have special attributes, like bleed. Uh, The weapons have varying ranges, but what's most important is that when you fire your weapon, in the bottom left is a visualization of the chambers that are available on that weapon. So, the first weapons you start with are like a shitty flintlock pistol and a shitty farmer's shotgun. The shitty farmer's shotgun is like a blunderbuss. Uh, It has one chamber, it takes forever to reload. The uh, shitty pistol that you find has four chambers and, or maybe three. One interesting thing about this game is that generally the shittier the gun is when you start, um, the more damage it does in general. But what eventually becomes more pressing as you unlock and discover, you know, various different combinations and find the ones that you like are that the weapons have different behavior ranges and most importantly the number of rounds they carry and the long and the amount of time it takes to reload. Reloading There is no active reloading in this game. You have to stop firing entirely both weapons to begin the reload cycle. If you're dry. If you're not... And it depends on the weapon, too. It... uh, So, these choices are crucial. Because it's really a... um, Almost like a uh, Max Payne style procedurally generated... Skullhead face, ghost warrior of the old west, in hell, paranormal, um, gun game with, uh, roguelike elements and procedurally generated environments that I've not beaten the second level, which has a lot of bosses in it and they're really hard. Mm. But I've had a lot of fun figuring out which combination of guns that I like uh, and, and and figuring out how to upgrade them and then how to employ them best during any given run. I still die sometimes on the first, in the first level, but that's always a sign of a, for me, it's always a sign of a good roguelike. This game is free right now and it will give you 15% off when it hits uh, full release. There are some bugs. It's not a finished game. It is still in beta, but that is West of Dead Beta. Check out the show notes for a link to it. Now, for our feature, which we are calling When Stores Collide. Basin with it, I will get off your fucking ass. You're fired! Who do you think? Oh, my God. It's Bolivian. Bolivian! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, stupid. Bolivian! I was terribly tempted to start this. I was terribly tempted to say... On a morning like this, folks should go down on their knees. Oh, no. I was terribly tempted to, to say that... Uh, the entire feature is limited to this one word. No. But, let's work backwards from there. Our feature, When Stores Collide. Okay, so now there is a rumor going across 
uh, the discussion threads on Steam as of this morning, uh, at least in terms of uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, that uh, EA is buying Valve, and that's not true. What is true is that EA has tweaked its origin client a little bit to integrate with the Steam client a little bit, um, ostensibly for Windows users. However, because of Proton, this does open up the possibility, or it seemed to open up the possibility, that we would finally get access to uh, Electronic Arts arts titles uh, that are available only through their proprietary or- origin store. Why they call it origin, I don't know why. Which is just a shitty other client, like you know, somewhat like Steam, somewhat like, you know, uh Epic, etc. 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 Uh but now it's been tweaked so that it integrates appropriately with Steam, at least for Windows users. Now here's the bedeviling part of this. So three nights ago. When it, when uh, they released their first tranche of games to Steam for the first time ever, because EA and Valve have been feuding for like nine fucking years, um, so this is a big fucking deal, uh, and all of these games are like half off. Two of which I have tried, both of which have failed, and I will explain to you how they failed post haste. But here's the thing: I can't. I hate that expression. Um, love Noah. Hate that expression. So three days ago, when I saw on the Steam Store that Mirror's Edge Catalyst, the sequel to my much beloved Mirror's Edge, which does run on Steam via Proton, the original Mirror's Edge run, but it's it's dated and you know blah. Um, Mirror's Edge Catalyst was released onto Steam three days ago or whatever at 50% off at $9.99. No sooner had I downloaded what I thought was the actual game, it's actually just the Origin client, which, Thin Client, actually, which is 20 gigabytes in of itself. You have to download from within the Origin client any game that you want from the Origin store. The, the relationship with Valve and Electronic Arts is such that it it's a license sharing agreement and a context contacts sharing agreement so that if you have contacts from the origin store they are now imported into the steam store and vice versa you know your steam client they're now imported and vice versa so it's a 20 gigabyte client to download the thin client the origin thin client which happens immediately without any tweaking and then you have to set up an account inside of that client, which will pop up on top of your uh, your Steam store, your Steam client or whatever, your library or whatever. Another window will open and it'll be your origin thing. Then you have to set up a username and uh, password. Um, and then all of your licenses for stuff that you bought from EA via Steam will appear magically in your origin client here is the problem there is no fucking way to download the games that you have licenses for from within the origin client if you are in Linux at this point now there may be a way and I'm going to enumerate some of the things that I've tried because this all feels very very close 
to finally fucking working. Um, because it's not, uh, it, it seems like a permissions, okay, so on one side, it's a permissions problem. Uh, origin, EA's origin does not know how to fucking deal with Linux file systems, which is why I think it keeps crashing once it realizes that it doesn't have permission to install into your, uh, pre-configured Proton Wine prefix that, uh, Steam sets up for you. Fortunately, this means that also by the same token, I gotta mention this, this also means that unless you use the same fucking game I think, to launch your Origins thing, you have to waste 20 gigabytes extra per game. You understand what I'm saying? Like, they don't just share, there's no Origin prefix which there should be. That's, you know, blah. So, Anyway, so here's my experience. So, you know, like, so you buy Mirror's Edge Catalyst at 10 bucks, which I've waited for like seven years, eight years, nine years to play. Um, and once I launched it and began bug checking it, trying to figure out if it worked, why, if it worked on my machine, if it doesn't, why not? I got literally two fucking messages per hour that I had the fucking thing running. And we're not talking like it was running for two hours because like it was just you know blinking on and off and blah blah blah, um, from people who are like, "Well, does it work?" I'm like, "Fucking listen to the fucking podcast," you know. I'm fucking I told uh, uh Cool. I'm like, "Fuck you, man." I told him all I said was, "Fuck off, busy." You know, like fucking for reals, man. Like you're not helping me help you by fucking getting in my way. You know, it's obvious that like I'm I'm working on this. Anyway. And so then he's like on do not disturb. So fuck him. Uh whiny little bitch. Uh for reals. Like just see me when I ran IHC. Yeah, I know the server's down. Yes. Ask me again and I'm banning you. No, I'm not kidding. Two years later, still getting ban appeals. <laughs> I'm hey, yeah, I'm I'm this guy's friend. Yeah, I know. I oh yeah, I know. No, that was yeah. No, I told him. I said, say that again, and I'll ban you. Yeah, they said it again, so I banned them and fuck them. They're gone. They don't understand. But uh, anyway, so back to the sub. The this this was not just a, a Epicure thing. This was Blaster hit me. Fucking everybody hit me. Every fuck people I haven't talked to in fucking in like nine months hit me. Does it work? What? The answer is no. It does not work. I have not been able to get it to work. But this is only two days ago that uh, blah. Now, this this does present an interesting conundrum because there is there is an inherent quandary here because it's, ni- it's 50% off for all of these great, well, some of them great EA games. Specifically, Crisis 3 and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Crisis uh, Crisis 3 is not my favorite of the Crisis games. Crisis 2 is my favorite. Um, I didn't beat Crisis 3, though. I got very far, though. So here's the experience. So you buy, let's say, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It installs the Origin Thin Client, which now launches and you can work with straight from Steam. You don't have to use Lutris or anything like that. We'll get to Lutris in a moment because... All of this seems like it really wants to work. 
it just, it's like, it just can't. It's like, it, it has either files, not just permissions, but maybe file system issues with seeing that it's on Linux. And it's like, why are these slash, why are these backslashes going the other way, the right way? I don't know. And so it panics with like a, uh, when you go to download a game, which you have to do inside the origin client, um, it panics. It's like, I cannot install to this directory. Please choose another directory. You try to click on that button and the whole thing crashes. So no, I've not been been able to get inside of Mirror's Edge Catalyst or Crisis 3. But because it's so close, I figured there has to be some sort of fix out there for like, to make it work with Lutris. At the present moment, I have not I'm not expert in Lutris. I bought a license for Blaster BPR um, to see if he could try it out and make it run via Lutris. Uh, but I haven't heard back from him. And that was last night. I've tried. I'm not expert at in Lutris, but I've tried everything that I know how to do. And you know, Lutris is not hard. And it, and here's the reason why this is our feature for this week: when stores collide, because. If these do run via Lutris inside the or- the newly tweaked Origin installer, which is now ostensibly more Linux friendly, at least it is more um, Wine friendly. Like the actual client itself is more Wine friendly, it seems, because I could never get it fucking running before. And who the fuck is messaging me? Oh, fuck off, Linux Games Cast. Um, it seems like this is all really close to actually fucking working. Now, if I know that everyone actually, the way that everyone's been talking to me for the last couple of months, it's like it's my first fucking time at the rodeo and then I haven't been running this shit for fucking 23 years, but I've been running this shit for 23 fucking years. I know what close means and close means it doesn't work. Um, especially, I, I spend a significant amount of time this week trying to make this work. I would, I would like to spend more time trying to make this work, but the fact that these licenses are on such extreme sale kind of put me in a quandary. Do I tell the listeners about it? I know that everyone wants to know if these things fucking work. I can't make them work right now, and I couldn't make them work in Lutris. I could not make them work in Proton. I feel like it's so close. I feel like it's so, so close. And I, I, I've seen reports from people that they've gotten it to work on Manjaro, um, various titles. Evidently, uh, the new Star Wars game runs with uh, hideous uh, RAM uh, uh, with the uh, hideous video RAM leak that makes the game somewhat unplayable depending on you know your system and build. But Anyway, I don't normally cover games that are, you know, for Lutris, but it's because it imports your licenses. If you buy it through Steam, it imports it to the Origin Store, so then if you launched the Origin Store from Lutris, those licenses are yours inside the Origin client. So I've been trying to work both ways, because at first I thought that it was uh, a Proton problem with the way Proton... Uh, creates an organized... At first, I thought it was a permissions problem. It's not, it can't be a permissions problem. Then I thought that it, it might it might still be a permissions problem, but not in any sort of folder access sort of way. Then I thought it might be a... 
the other way around that it might I just have a hard time dealing with um, the Linux file system. I don't, I'm not sure if it's that. It might be that. But the bottom line was that in terms of starting it through Proton, I thought maybe it's looking for its directory um, where it, it's never going to find it because it's not going to find, you know, the, uh, the, the, the game's name like in a program file directory or anything like that, it's going to find it only under like PC, you know, PF, you know, compat data, you know, uh, Steam app ID slash PFX slash blah. And that's what led me into the down the Lutris thing. Cause then I thought, well, okay, so the origin client works now. Cause last time I even fucked with anything like this, it totally did not fucking work at all. Um, and it phones home okay, and it's communicating with Steam, it's phoning home and getting the fact that, like, I have a license from Steam, it understands that, it just will not start downloading the games, no matter how many different tweaks and shit that I've tried, um, although I do have to try, uh, I do have to make sure that Lutris doesn't, uh, try to run Origin in a, uh, I didn't try to knock it down to, with, uh, wine config uh, to Vista, but I imagine that some of the, the, the install scripts from Lutris would have already done that um, and other people have reported getting or the origin client to run along with the store and shit like that. Fine on Linux. So we're really close. That means it doesn't work. That means waiting and I know that you young fucks don't think that I've ever spent 23 years fucking waiting for something but trust me there there's still functionality I'm still waiting for so close does not mean done and that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the Best Links Games Podcast if you're protesting please wear a face mask be careful watch your asses out there and um, check out the uh, live stream uh, all throughout this week I've been playing a lot of uh, Just Cause 3 uh, which is magnificent. Uh, I don't stream a lot of cards, but lo- Just Cause 3 is really fun to watch, uh, as I've discovered. Um, and it's super fun to play. So yeah, that'll do us for this week's episode. Uh, again, if you're protesting, I, I, I have to tell you, um, a genius girl, friend of mine, pre-COVID, um, she went protesting here in Vegas, uh, I guess on Monday, maybe. <coughs> and she was doing first aid and she was tackled by a cop who broke her respirator from behind. And she got tear gas like a motherfucker, but be fucking careful. And if you see someone doing shit that they should not be doing, like breaking windows and shit, fucking get your friends and get make them stop. Um, yeah, it's a insane, it, it, not an insane moment. This is a sane moment, I think, in uh, in history. Although I am buying a nine millimeter now, so I don't know how sane it is. But yeah, so watch your asses. That's the bottom line. Cheers, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week. Ba-bam! Done! For hard times
a good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy oh, four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy four or five times. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.